Welcome to the weekly hook, the podcast where one of us chooses a topic they're hooked on and the other has no idea what's coming. We're your hookers, Chris and Rashad, and today I want to talk about something that I've been able to reintegrate into my life in the last two months, and I know it's something that's important to you too, Rashad, so this might be more of a conversational episode, and I hope you're ready. I have no idea what's going to happen right now. <laughs> well, isn't that's the that's the fun of the weekly hook? Like legit, you have no idea. I have no idea how this is going to go as well. So um, I'm just yeah, racking I'm, my brain trying to think like, okay, what things do we like also both like that we don't talk about regularly and that we can yeah. have a conversation about? I'm just like, huh. The great thing is like this this one I have. We have never really talked about in depth. Yet yet we have something in common about this. And you know yeah. this for a fact. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, oof, all this teasing. But first, I want to announce that we have some really exciting stuff coming soon. This weekend, we'll be starting our coverage of The Mandalorian Season 3. And oh yeah, my God. that's right, folks. Ah! It's finally here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's finally here, and I can't wait to talk about it, to watch it, and then talk about it with you. Going back to the good old days of talking about Star Wars, we haven't done that in a minute. And, I mean, it's Mando, so it's, I'm very excited. And I'm also excited because there's more. Next week, we'll be releasing our official nominees for our second annual Hookies. The hookies are back, baby. <laughs> In a big time, big fashion, big fashion. And yeah, once, you know, we did it last year and that was, we said we were going to do this every year and I guess we're doing it every year because now it's about to become a tradition and I'm all here for that. I feel like we haven't really been talking about movies that much lately and it's probably because we've been saving it all up for our award show. So be hyped for that. It's the best show of the year. It really is. It really is. Don't stop listening now, though. <laughs> but definitely make sure to tune into the hookies in about a month or so, or maybe six weeks' time. Make sure also to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and get in touch at seriallyhook.com where you can get all our latest info. And with that, let's get moving because I want to talk about exercise today. Okay. All right. The, Let's do it. The weirdest sort of weekly hook topic, maybe. But, you know, the premise is that we talk about things that we're just slightly obsessed with at the moment. And for the last two months, I've been really getting into it. And I'm just feeling so good about it. I'm doing it a lot and just trying to look after my health more generally. And yeah, I just, I felt like that was an appropriate, it's an appropriate topic for the weekly hook, you know? Yeah, of course. That's a, it's an incredible topic. Thank you for bringing it up. And I mean, it goes to show that we don't only talk about Star Wars and nerdy stuff, uh, even though we love to, and art, random artistic films or, <laughs> or like niche television shows, <laughs> but we talk about health and all things good and all things in the world. Um, I have a question for you though, as we get started with this, what sure. was the impetus for you to really start? 
focusing on your health recently and or just getting back into exercising recently? Uh, you will remember about three years ago, I really, three years ago? No, four years. Fuck, it's four years. Uh, four years ago, I really injured my back, uh, mm-hmm. my lower back. I had like a slip disc. And uh, that shit happened again last year, last, uh, I think it was at the end of September. And I was literally crawling on the floor for like two days because it just, everything hurt. I couldn't move. And yeah, that was, you know, the first one was already a wake up call and I had implemented some changes, you know, going to the gym and everything. But then COVID happened and I kind of, you know, kind of couldn't go to the gym anymore and sort of let that slide and yeah i just felt like i needed to to you know be better about it and for me personally it really ha- helps like 10 years ago i would have been like okay i'm going to exercise because i want to i don't know lose weight look good whatever but now i'm just like no i'm just i'm just exercising <laughs> in order to not be in pain and um you know I mean, we're not that old, but, you know, getting older, it's definitely a thing to think about. And, you know, start as soon as you can, people. Even if you're like 24, just start doing it now because that shit's gonna, gonna fuck you real up real good, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, what has been your plan when you're getting back into it? How have you gone about uh, working up specifically with a goal of, fixing your back and preventing for future issues mm-hmm. yeah that's a good question i think the most important thing is just like obviously i i you know i have my workout plans and everything but uh, i make i make sure to exercise like the the um you know all of the muscle groups just like holistic because it doesn't make sense to just train my lower back that's stupid but um, just like generally. And I think the most important part of it is uh, honestly, uh, you know, don't overdo it. Do it like consciously. I'm, I much rather have little or like even no weight if you had do like bodywide exercises and have good form and do the exercise properly than thinking, oh, I can like bench press, I don't know, 200 pounds. And then I just throw out my back or something like that, you know? I'm just like, no, I'm going to do it slow and steady. I'm in it for the long run. I don't need to... And, you know, I think I'm just, like, being realistic and knowing my limits, but giving it, giving giving my all within those, I think, is my approach. And just, like, holistically taking care of everything that helps with that, such as, you know, eating enough protein, like, you know, having good nutrition, a good diet. Um, also, like, just integrating more movement into my everyday life. Uh, just, like, walking and cycling does so much. I legit, like, after moving to Berlin, I gained a lot of weight in a very short period of time just because in the previous years, I would cycle, like, cycle every day for, like, a, an hour at least. And once I moved here, I just didn't at all. And then I I think that's just part of it. And yeah, just like taking care of my sleep as well. You know, that's really, really important. All of these things. I think if you don't do that, it's tricky. 
So it seems like when you talk about exercise in this context, you've been talking about strength training mostly. Um, has there been any other, I mean, you talked about moving generally, but have you, yeah. when you go to the gym or whatever, and you, I know you used to run. So is there any other mm -hmm. sorts of activities like cardio or whatever that you've been doing recently? Not yet. I think I'm going to implement that in the future. I mean, I'm doing like a little cardio as like a warm up for like, I don't know. I do like some, either I row or I um, do like, I don't know, spinning or whatever, just like on one of these bikes um, for like 10, 15 minutes. And, but, you know, just to get warmed up. The cardio thing, I think, you know, because again, holistically speaking, cardio is also an exercise of muscles. Uh, in this case, my heart or like the heart. And mm -hmm. I can, I can just tell like that one needs some training as well. Um, and yeah, I will definitely do that in the future, but for now I haven't really done it that much, but just, again, I don't want to overdo it. I know it's also important, but for now I just wanted to get like a good baseline. And uh, there are a few other reasons like, I, I don't want to go running right now because I have also realized that one of my legs is significantly shorter than the other one. And I want to address that first because that just tilts my entire body to one side. And so that's, you know, why I'm always like not really in a perfect balance. And that kind of can screw with you if, if you're, if like I'm doing, if, if I went for a run, for example. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, I mean, I guess take us, into like a day for you at the gym. So when you go to the gym, what's your routine look like in terms of stretching and warm up and muscle groups? Like how often, like what are you doing when you get there? What are you listening to? All these things. I just like to get to like a picture of Chris at the gym working out. I love how, I, I love that. I love how like this is like turned into an interview. <laughs> Great questions. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I go to the gym uh, first thing in the morning, I'm I can very easily just train on an empty stomach. There are a lot of people that can't do that, and what is you know there is a, a for me psychologically speaking there there are many advantages for doing it that way because a I'm just doing it like I'm not if I did it after work a the gym would be packed and I I'd be very annoyed by that having to wait for a certain uh machines or weights or whatever and this way it's pretty empty so i wake up at 5 30 and i'm usually at the gym between 6 and 6 30 um and that way also like you know i start the day all already having done something really helpful for my body and I, it just f feels like a great start to the day i'm awake i'm energized and that's pretty amazing uh, yeah, I start, you know, warming up with some cardio exercise, as I said, usually um, on one of these like bikes or as, you know, a rowing. Uh, then I, yeah, then I stretch to some mobility exercises for like 10 minutes, maybe um, kind of focusing on which part of the body I'm like training that day, but just doing some for the entire body as well. And yeah, then I just start to, you know, to work out. I have my 
my routines, my exercises. I do, I go to the gym like five days a week. Wow. Um, yeah. Sometimes if, if like life gets in the way, I do it four times, but four times is the minimum right now. So I either do like, if I do it five times a week, I basically do the, like <laughs> the trained and tested three day split of push, pull and leg. Gotta love it. It's the best, honestly. Um, and I do some core exercises at the end of um, the first and the third day. So like push and leg, um, just so, you know, that is something that I do more regularly, I suppose. That's my most uh, regular workout, but also my weak spot. So, you know, that's why I take extra care of it. Um, and then I just do upper body, upper body, lower body, like after a day of rest in between. So three days, one day of rest, two days, one day of rest. And then that's, that's my week. And yeah, I don't really do a lot of stretching or anything after that. Like after working out, I have like a black roll and stuff like that, but I always forget to use it. I'm, I want to integrate that into my evening routine uh like after coming home from work before having dinner preferably and uh yeah that's something i want to integrate in the future but uh, yeah you aren't weren't you like i i remember that somebody one of our friends commented that you're like the king of stretching like you do a lot of mobility exercises when you're working out yeah, I mean, for me, stretching is really important and it's just like a fun thing to do. I really like it because I would just, you know, warm up, stretch, work out, stretch, go to before I go to sleep, stretch, especially because mm -hmm. I'm like very inflexible, genetically speaking. And also Same. I started really late uh, as a kid. I never stretched. I didn't stretch at all until I was in undergrad. So it was just really like, this is a whole new world. What? You can stretch? So it, I really got late into the game with it, but I found it to be super, super important just in terms of maintaining health. And also specifically at that time, I don't stretch that much anymore because I'm not working out as intensely as anymore. But at that time I was working out much more intensely and the more intense you work out, the more you need to stretch to really co compensate for the extra toll that's going into your body, especially if you're, uh, if you're prone to joint weakness or muscle pulls or cramps or any of those kinds of things, you just got to work out like and uh, you know match the two together so uh, for me stretching has always been a very important thing well, not always but since i started <laughs> um and it, it's you know just really important obviously so mm. so what what's your like exercise routine these days um for me it's a lot less uh, I, I don't know it's a very kind of strange thing because i play a lot of tennis now i started playing tennis a few years ago mm -hmm. and that's sort of taken over a lot of my um workout time or the time that was previously allocated towards going to gym or strength training um which has been a fun uh, experience because i mean i always liked i never really liked going to the gym when i was younger i, I liked playing sports uh, i like the competitive aspect of it and uh, <laughs> tennis is quite mm -hmm. nice in that way because it's it's simultaneously competitive but also cooperative because you need to have the person across from you to, to be able to get the ball back and forth so it, it's kind of this nice <laughs> like middle ground between uh, those two things so I play a lot of tennis recently, maybe four or five times a week I'm playing tennis. And wow. um, on the days, well, yeah, four times a week on average, I'd say, nowadays here in Japan. 
And um, on top of that, I would go to the gym on the days I don't play tennis, generally speaking. Um, it also really depends on where I am physically in the world, because <laughs> depending on where I am, availability of uh, tennis courts as well as gyms can vary. And also where that with my living situation is as well, because it is so fluid. Um, but mm -hmm. generally speaking, I've been uh, just balancing the two between uh, working out at the gym and playing tennis on the other days. I don't really do much cardio outside of that uh, between biking and playing tennis. Uh, I don't feel like I need any extra cardio in my life. No. <laughs> um but yeah tennis is uh has really taken that taken over a lot of space uh for me but going to the gym has kind of been a constant for the past few years not as intensely as when i was doing two a days six days a week and one a day on the seventh day <laughs> um but uh, yeah. it's, it's a great time time oh so great i miss it so much there are so many days i just wake up and dream of the old gym i used to go to <laughs> twice a day uh yeah. for so long it was such a good time did but you now it's just did yeah. you at the time like actually do like two workouts or was like one of those times a workout and the other one was more stretching no 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 they were both workouts a day two workouts a day um stretching wow. is part of it uh, it was a lot of time uh, but they were shorter workouts yeah. so they weren't like two hour workouts they'd be like an hour hour and mm -hmm. a half um but one in the morning and one um post or pre-lunch late afternoon kind of situation and yeah that was it <laughs> it was a fun time yeah that sounds like your like your buddy that that your buddy you know didn't crash with that like crash and burn with all of that exercise that's very interesting well it's just about keeping the right amount of fuel so it's eating a lot extra that's yeah. like re relatively healthy and as i mentioned the stretching like i think it was tiring on my body for sure but because I was kind of managing it, I think, quite well and keeping rest between different muscle groups and being creative in the different exercises that I was doing. And at that time, I was also doing cardio when I was working out, too, uh, just because I wasn't mm -hmm. doing anything else other than maybe biking and walking. But just to really be able to manage uh, and think very carefully about the exercises I was doing was a big part of it. And I mean, I'm not a fit person by any chance, by any means, right? <laughs> Uh, but it is something that I uh, really, you know, I worked towards trying to think about how to do it before just kind of jumping right into it, if that makes sense. Mm. How's your, like, I mean, you know, food is a big thing. Did you ever really obsess about that stuff with like, oh, I need to eat proteins and stuff? Or were you just like, yeah, I'm just going to cook something that's healthy? Yeah, I mean, I've I've oscillated between that um, over the past years. There was a phase where I was like, I'm going to eat chicken in different flavors. And just like, and there was like a phase where I was like, I'm just going to eat rotisserie chicken. And then there was other phase where I was just counting my macros generally and just logging food for a while. Um, That was really done with the goal of getting an idea of what's healthy and what's not specifically for my goals and really yeah. trying to just be thoughtful about the food that I'm eating. And I think I'm more right now in the place where... If it's generally healthy, I'm fine. I will occasionally, like, I'll just indulge in what I want, but as long as it's not too much. And then there are certain things that I would just, like, I know that I can't really handle myself around. So I'm just going to, like, <laughs> push back on those until I, like, really want them or the special occasion or, you know, ideally, not never, but um, not in the near future. But for generally, like, yeah. other things, like, you know, and also I feel like a big 
thing. And this is something that I learned from like, you know, growing up and as, as a kid, if you if you have like, you know, a specific weakness for certain things or like you um, want to eat healthy, just don't have the stuff in the house. And that's like a really big mm-hmm. thing for me. It's just just don't buy like your chips and your sweet stuff and all the stuff that like you can like easily pack on 5000 calories in a second um, at home. Yeah. So for me, it's like especially in winter you're just like i don't want to get out in the cold to go get this so instead i have alternative <laughs> snacks or alternative things so instead i'll just like grab some almonds and some raisins and eat those and i get my little sweetness i get some fattiness with the calories that'll fill me up and there you go i'm good instead of you know having a thousand million processed foods yeah you were really famous or maybe infamous for like just not eating any sweets and yeah stuff. I but that's that. also i'm yeah. really helpful it really helps that i'm naturally predisposed i think to not really like sweets that much there are certain sweets that i do like but it's not like i'm the kind of person that will just like scarf down 50 brownies uh for me it's certain chips will be like the alternative to that or cereal is like a big weakness of mine (laughs) like the biggest weakness of mine Um, but yeah there are most um most things like sweet wise like cakes and stuff like that uh Mm. just like it's it's good I, i don't mind it sometimes but just the fact that me saying I was I don't mind it is a very different step than most people. Yeah, yeah, I'm really extreme in that regard. I either just like binge eat all of the unhealthy stuff, or I just eat nothing. Not, like I don't eat it at all. Uh, I can't really. There's no go between. And people always tell me like yeah just have like a little bit you know just have like one of these like a, one piece of cake and i'm like no if, if like that's a gateway drug that opens opens the gate to just like i don't know munching on four pieces of cake you know the same with caffeine again i'm notorious about you know being really sensitive to caffeine and it's been so good as well to cut that out of my life again and yeah it's just i would i would do this thing i remember doing that when i was still living at home and uh, we'd have this like cupboard i mean it wasn't like a whole cupboard but like one uh if you just opened like one of these doors there was a lot of sweets in there and it was just like a family thing sort of and that's how i got like i guess that's how i got raised it's like there's always sweets you can always eat it uh and i think just we all just ate pretty unhealthily in my family. But um, when I started, you know, um, getting serious about health for the first time, because, you know, it's always back and forth. I had really healthy times. I had pretty unhealthy times. Um, I would go to that. I would open that drawer or whatever it was and just look at those all of those sweets in there for like 10 seconds and then close it to kind of train my mind to not eat it. That was that was intense. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, and now I can do it. Like I, we we still have some. We had like a fake Christmas tree in our office, and it was like there was so many like chocolate things on there, and I just ate ate a few of them each day in December, and then after we disassembled that tree, all there were still a lot of sweets left. And they're still in the office in like a big basket and it's it's legit like three or four kilos still. And I walk by that basket every day, like multiple times a day when I'm in the office and I never think about 
get taking one of those and it's kind of these again like i'm pretty extreme with that but uh yeah i just i just can't yeah for me i was extremely unhealthy in terms of what i ate when i was younger and into college mm-hmm. into undergrad into my last year basically and it's been and of course you have like you know back and forth in terms of you just indulge sometimes but it's generally been a trail towards health health consciousness over the past mm-hmm. decade, I guess, at this point, or almost decade. So it is really just about, for me, like kind of putting what I used to eat behind me. Okay, so let me give you a, like a yeah. sense of what I would be able to, what I would be a normal, like, you know, hanging out with friends in high school or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there was like a specific um, the cheeseburger shop that I would go with a lot of my friends in high school. So we would go out there, um, we would get like uh, I'd get a cheeseburger or whatever. That's like 500 grams of meat in the cheeseburger um, oh and God. like onion rings and uh, fries and a milkshake. And then yeah. they had the best milkshakes. It was so good. And the best onion rings. Amazing. <laughs> um, and then we would go to like uh, there, another like shopping area where they have this like smoothie shop. So we go get some smoothies on the way home and then get ho- get to the house, you know, do whatever. Probably play video games because it's high school. And then go to yeah. like um, go to shout out Taco Bell. Go go to Taco Bell. <laughs> and, this um, episode is brought to you by yeah exactly. Taco Bell. <laughs> I would love Taco Bell as a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Taco Especially Bell. Especially on a on a in an episode about like exercise and health. Yeah, actually, um, uh, thing aside, but I'm gonna continue my story and then I'll get back to Taco Bell. But yes. um, so at, at Taco Bell, I would get what's called a grande meal, which was uh, ten tacos mm-hmm. for myself. So <laughs> and then I would <laughs> eat the ten tacos, and then after that, I'd go to the movies and get like a big, like basically one liter of Coke and like a big popcorn, mm-hmm. um, and just like munch all of that down. And that's just a normal afternoon <laughs> for yeah. high school, Rashad. And that seems so obscure and uh, like so crazy for me <laughs> as like someone who yeah. used to drink Coke almost every day, caffeine or lattes and coffee almost every day. Yeah. And just for me now who hasn't touched like a soft drink in like a long time, save for the mandatory ginger ale in Japanese restaurants, which you can also uh, whatever, or the like um, occasional tea when I'm on a deadline, which is uh, another mm-hmm. rare thing. But it's like it just seems like a whole different world. And I'm really glad that place is behind me because now I don't think that would be even, I don't think I would be alive today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the, I was the same way. And just like, you know, I, I cannot, I couldn't just like eat like half a bag of chips. I just had to eat the entire thing. Uh, And there were definitely weeks where I drank more Coke than water. A hundred percent. And, um, Especially in summer, you know, have like a cool Coke and whatever. And just thinking back, like all the, I I was such a mess when I was a teenager. Like in every, every sense of the word, like every category you can think about. And just the things I would do to myself, it's very interesting. And nowadays I'm just like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, you wanted to talk some more about Taco Bell. <laughs> Uh, before I do that, don't get me wrong. I still believe that there is no such thing as more than a single size serving of chips. Any bag of chips, no matter how large, is a single serving. It will be eaten yeah. if it opened in front of me. No questions asked. Family size, yeah. 
no, 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 no. This is just a bigger version of what I will eat myself. So these things, and same thing, cereal boxes, no such thing. Yeah. All of this will be munched down. And if lucky, oh, it'll yeah. be in two servings. Like it is, no, these things like still exist for me. Uh, but yeah. it's a key to just like for me to limiting some of that thing. And also, but oh. also I think I'm a very big proponent of just when you're in, when you're eating shitty food, just enjoy it. Like for me, at least yeah, uh, try not sure. to feel bad about Absolutely. what I'm eating. Cause I feel like that's just so, that's just like you're piling problems on top of problems instead of just being like, yeah. okay, I'm going to enjoy this. It's not going to kill me in this moment. I'm just going to move on. And then just like maybe eat less the next day or eat something healthier the next day. And that's fine. Like yeah. it's Absolutely. guilt is the worst thing you can do when it comes to food or anything in general. Well, especially food because food is something for me is something that I just love. It is the mm. reason I get up in the morning, how I plan my days, what I do for my life. I'm always thinking about food or eating food or mm. both, often both. <laughs> so it is just like <laughs> without it and or just having a negative relationship with it. I know that like a lot of people have you know issues with it from their childhood and have problems and like and really like can't get over that um, that uh, that issue and like the troubled relationship with food. But for someone like me who food's super important. I just don't want to lose that relationship because I get so excited when it's time to eat because there is no better time of day than this the day the time when you're sitting and sitting down and there's like a plate in front of you or even standing up and you're just about to eat something absolutely delicious and as I'm speaking my mouth mm. is watering <laughs> just of the idea yeah. of food it's just incredible amazing yeah Sam and I've I've kind of gotten into sort of like planning my meals for a week so I'll, i'm just going grocery shopping on saturday and then i know what i'm going to be eating just it makes things easier because then i never like eating eating not great usually comes from i have no idea what i want to eat but i'm hungry so i'm just going to eat a snack and uh you know i want to I want to try to avoid that and you know always start with okay what protein do i want to eat and then how can i integrate that into a meal that's kind of how i'm doing it this week particularly was pretty bad but uh i'm gonna get back on track today i mean i'm making pizza today but uh, also pizza it doesn't have to be unhealthy so if you do it by yourself as well but Pizza is not uh, yeah, unhealthy. Yeah. Cheeseburgers yeah. are not unhealthy. These things are actually not that bad for you. Like there are yeah. other things that the accompaniments to it or the toppings to it can be unhealthy, but inherently these things are, I mean, maybe not, they're not the most healthy thing in the world. They're not steamed, yeah. like, I don't know, steamed random protein broccoli. plus like, yeah, plus broccoli. Like it's, yeah. it's not the same, like, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's, they're not like bad. Yeah, man. I remember I had I had a friend slash colleague in my early twenties who really got into weightlifting and then later bodybuilding, and he was like legit. He was like fucking ripped as hell, and he would just eat the same meal every day: just some rice, some broccoli, and some chicken. And I always thought, like, oh my god, I get it, and it makes life easier, but it's also kind of sad. I mean, you know, I don't want to. I generally, I don't know, we've been talking now for half an hour and I don't want to shame anyone who's like doing things. I mean, I'm doing a lot of things not the way I've been talking about uh, for most of my life. Uh, and even like, you know, two months ago, I did a lot of these things. But I don't know. It's just for me, it's like finding a balance and like, yeah, not ob obsessing about it. Like you said, if I eat something unhealthy, which I've done, you know, uh, I know, okay, this is like a, 
this is it for like the next few weeks of of eating that sort of thing but also like you know it's this thing of the set do you know the uh the second arrow thing i think it's like a no idea what you're talking about who <laughs> i think it's like a buddhist thing where like uh when you like if you you know think 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 back like a thousand years ago if you get hit by an arrow that fucking hurts but you kind of fire a second arrow at yourself if you then um just go back and forth about oh my god i can't believe i got hit by an arrow what you said about like guilt and shame and stuff like that uh you know the second arrow is the metaphor for not really you know don't regret things as much uh just you know learn from it or whatever uh but don't beat yourself up about it because that's that's even worse in some aspects than the thing you were you're like beating yourself up about god chris i'm so hungry right now how dare you do (laughs) well i mean i also haven't i have eaten a banana today it's uh it's 10 o'clock right now so or soonish rather and i have eaten a banana so i'm also gonna get some nice breakfast after we we've ended this thing but uh uh yeah i don't know is there anything else i guess yeah like sleep is important how are you with your sleep hygiene me and sleep are on a good relationship we're good i like i'm I sleep early, wake up early, ain't no problems there. I mean, occasionally, I think since like that's the reason I cut ca- caffeine out, right? Because I wasn't sleeping mm-hmm. well, and I just like this is a problem that I don't want to uh, go out of control, and so to kind of nip it in the bud, I cut caffeine out, and not ever since, but generally speaking, I've slept fine. Um, I mean, there are like the occasional night that I can't sleep, but maybe once in every six months, once a year, mm-hmm. maybe. So no, and wow. the thing is, for me, it's just quite regular too. Like sleep at nine thirty or nine, wake up at five five thirty, and then just move on with your day. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I sleep in, the thing is, if you if you normally plan to wake up at five and you sleep until six six thirty, that's an extra hour of sleep, and that's great. You're getting like nine hours or like eight hours a day, so you're just you're just you know, it's added bonus, and still you're you're waking up before everyone else, so it's perfectly <laughs> fine. It's great. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I try to wake up the same time every day. I just I just thought about just pushing it back by half an hour because usually I don't there are definitely a lot of times that I don't like get up straight away, so I might as well sleep longer, you know. Um Yeah, I mean yeah, I think sleep important. is like really underrated and how important it is for like your just general health. And yeah. also for me it's a routine to get to sleep. Like mm-hmm. turn off all the blue light, like as early as I can relative to when I'm trying to sleep, like kind of wind down the day, make sure all everything, all the dishes are clean and showered, get ready. Like an idea where I'm stretching, listening to some music if I want to, like maybe not. And just like really just like dim the lights at least like 30 minutes before I'm trying to go to sleep. And it becomes like a process so that I'm, when I'm ready to go to sleep, I just fall asleep. Yeah. So you have a full routine. Not like a like a religious routine in a way in terms of like I don't follow something religiously, but it's something mm-hmm. that I kind of go on and off on, and it just generally is around those like the thing those like lines and like no blue light, dim the lights, yeah. um, like you know I I sh- I'm a night I shower twice a day I'm just one of those people, but like I shower at night and then like you know if I if I can stretch if I can't no no big deal, and just kind of like yeah wind down slowly for the day before getting getting to sleep. Mm-hmm. 
I know there are people yeah, who journal yeah. before the day, read a book sometimes. I'll do that sometimes. There's a lot of different things that one can do, obviously. I think it's just, mm. I think for me, it's about mentally preparing for the process of going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's that's my weak point right now. I think I'm pretty good about it, but there are definitely days where I'm just like, I don't know, I'm in front of screens for too long or I'm like, I don't know, something is off. There's yeah. always something off. And then I don't sleep as much. L like this last week, I've been waking up in the middle of the night a few times, which is which kind of sucks. Um, but I hope it's going to get better soon. And yeah, sleep is so important because that's when your body regenerates, obviously, and getting enough sleep. I've, I've kind of realized that um, I don't really need eight hours of sleep. I can do with a little bit less. And if I sleep, if I sleep too long as well, it's like a fine line. If I sleep too much, then I'm also kind of groggy, like yeah. in a different way than like sleeping too little, but still is not good. And I also try to get up the same day, uh, the same time, regardless what day it is. So it doesn't matter whether it's a Wednesday or a Sunday, I try to get up at the same time because, you know, you that just fucks with your routine. Well, your body doesn't know um, what day it is, right? So you just kind of do exactly. your thing. And there are a lot of people who just, uh, you know, sleep in on the weekends, and I totally get that, and I wish that worked. But you can't also, you know, you can't um, catch up on sort of not sleeping that much when you're, like, on work days. Uh, that's not how that works, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'm just trying to do it whenever like this is the same time and well, for me it yeah. just helps that i'm not a night person or i'm not like well i am uh, a night person in the past but like I, nowadays i just don't really enjoy being out late like so i'm mm -hmm. not gonna go to parties i'm not gonna like be out until 2 a.m or even midnight's like the latest so it's just not like mm -hmm. i'm never gonna even if i wake up at the same time i'm not gonna be getting much less sleep and i mean i'm not gonna say I'm, i am I do sleep in if i sleep at midnight i'm gonna sleep till like seven like or six thirty. yeah like i'm not gonna be waking up at five like no but it, it's not like this point where I'm like, you know, sleeping, waking up at th well, going to sleep at 3 a.m., waking up at 10 a.m. or noon or whatever I used to do in high school or college. Yeah. Uh, not high school, but oh college. Um, so it's just and also like, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, I think the biggest thing is jet lag. That is a very is a normal thing for me just because I travel so much. So that's really the only mm -hmm. caveat in terms of sleeping issues. Uh, but mm. yeah, I don't know how we're just talking about sleep at this point. Oh, what I was going to say is um, I remember how I mentioned that the best feeling of the day is like just sitting in front of whatever you're going to eat that looks so delicious and great. Yeah. Second best feeling for me is like uh, when I'm about to go to sleep, that moment like you get under the covers, <laughs> you're just like ready to go yeah. to sleep. And just like the I'm, I love sleep, obviously, but even more mm -hmm. than sleep, I love the action of going to sleep. That is an incredible <laughs> feeling. I just yeah. love it. So much so that if I can't go to sleep because of some external reason, like um, music or something super loud or, you know, whatever it may be, or I'm just like my mind is racing or whatever, I get mm. so irrationally angry. It is absolutely ridiculous. I'm not an angry person Same. generally. I can't like I just don't get mad. Like it's really hard to get me like mad mad. Mm -hmm. But to the point where like I just like I'm so so like livid and just fuming. It's basically someone took away my favorite thing of me trying to go yeah. to sleep. And it just it's a terrible feeling. 
Yeah, I'm the same. I, I also get hangry. I'm like not an angry person at all. I'm very chill. I'm very calm. Uh, but like if I'm hang, like I can get hangry or yeah, if, if I'm, if I want to go to sleep and then something is in the way, I'm just so annoyed by it and I can get, and that obviously doesn't help falling asleep, but, um, yeah. So let me bring us back to exercise really quick, if that's okay. Sure. I want to ask you a question. Um, how, well, how would you recommend for someone who is just getting started? What, what do you recommend that they do to get started exercising? Yeah. Perfect question. Uh, I would say, um, first of all, you know, just think of integrating more movement into your everyday life. As I said, walking, cycling, something like that. Uh, you know, one of these examples is, is always don't take the lift, take the stairs. Um, and I can actually recommend a website. It's also like a YouTube channel, but they also have a website. It's called Hybrid Calisthenics hybridcalisthenics.com where they they do a really good job of just you know there are some some important exercises and they go through 10 different variations uh where you for example like um push-ups you know you don't start with like you don't even start with these like half push-ups where you're on your knees where you start literally by standing up against the wall and pushing up against the wall which is really great when you're starting out and I think looking for resources that help you don't, you know, there are a lot of gym bros on YouTube and wherever else and TikTok and whatever um, that just tell you all of these things. And it's like, there's definitely helpful advice in there, but you know, what I like about that particular um, channel and website is like, they're taking it there. Every, everything is like, at your own pace you don't have to do 90 minute workouts each day just like going step by step i think that's probably the most important thing when starting out is like don't overdo it start like do small changes because they add up over time and then you're you're building up strength and good form over time be patient is uh is my advice and uh yeah doing something is you know you don't have to do everything but doing something is better than doing nothing yeah, this is a related question. Um, how would you recommend mm -hmm. people stick to their exercise routines? Because I know a lot of people, yeah. you know, start something, stop, start, stop. Like, what do you recommend for that? I can only talk about what helps for me because I am also, as I said, kind of this person. Either I'm doing something or I'm not doing something. And it's so tempting to just, oh, it's raining outside. I don't want to go to the gym right now or whatever else. And I've come across this recently, which I think is a great way of thinking about it. People always think about like, oh, I need motivation to go some, uh, you know, to do things, to create habits. But all you need really is discipline. You don't have to like doing it. You just have to do it. And then eventually it's just becoming a thing that you're doing. Um, I think the example they, they gave was, um, you know, brushing your teeth. When you're a child, uh, your parents are always like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you need to brush your teeth and you don't really want to do it. Um, and now you're just doing it because, you know, you know, you got to have to, you kind of have to do it. And I think it's the same way for just exercising. It's just you, get, you have to get to that, uh, like, you know, over that hump and eventually 
at least I always get to the point where it's I I go from oh I have to kind of force myself to do it to I can't imagine not doing it and you know building habits I I I forget what the research says but there's like a pretty set kind of amount of days of like okay if you do it regularly then you know at at some point it becomes a habit and yeah you just got to push through and even if everything hurts just just keep doing it and you're gonna you you're gonna push through that at some point i don't know if that's helpful but yeah for sure it is i know for me like one of the things that helps me both start and continue is just having like a friend to do it with or like a class that you're yeah. you've paid for and you have a group that you're going to go to like these kinds of commitments mm-hmm. that are just outside of your own motivation i guess or your own discipline as you said mm. i think help to add i guess pressure in some ways to start developing that habit and then eventually mm-hmm. that'll stick maybe but yeah i think uh, relying on people is not a bad thing no absolutely but i mean i i'm not really a person who works out with other people that well i mean maybe with like a training partner but like i don't i'm not really a class person uh maybe maybe I, I will become that in the future when i've built up a solid foundation but for now i'm just like no i'm doing my thing and yeah for me it's kind of uh for me personally it helps that i'm doing it first thing in the morning because you know i'm awake at 5 30 and what else am i going to do like okay i could go back to sleep but also i'm awake and i might as well go to the gym then and now for, for me it always it takes like two to four weeks to kind of go from i gotta go to the gym again to yeah i'm doing this and like feeling really not bad but just like feeling like oh no now today for some reason i can't do it that's a shame um i think all these things also apply for not only the gym but whatever you're doing right so like whether that be swimming in the morning running in the morning going to the gym like playing a sport like any, no matter what it is, all these same tactics still help. And I think in, in the case of you know certain activities, it's actually more likely you're going to be taking a class or more likely you're going to be having a partner. So I think all these kinds of things help to bring it together. And if you can kind of squeeze it in, at least for us, for both of us, it seems that early in the morning, it really does help to get your day off right and to yeah. get it moving. Absolutely. And even like waking up, at 5.30 is definitely something you just get used to. The first week or two is tough, but then it's just it's just the thing you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all great. I mean, I don't know if this is useful to any human soul out there, but <laughs> I've had fun in this conversation. Yeah, great. Yeah, me too. It's, you know, as I said, it's something that I've been doing a lot lately and I intend to do for for a long time. Uh, because kind of I, w- I was also there is this one podcast episode that I sometimes listen to where it's two people two guys one of them is in their uh, mid 40s the other one is in their early 50s and the guy in his 50s is just like had has like severe back problems all of a sudden the other one had that years ago and they're just talking through how how like uncomfortable that is how powerless you feel and then how you can avoid that by exercising and you know that's why i'm saying like it's a great way of preventing that so i can just encourage everyone no matter how old you are 
uh, no matter how your body is, uh, you know, just just change something, and every step is is super valid and counts. And if that's quote unquote just to go for a walk for thirty minutes each day, that's always already a huge thing because that you know that just does something. You get some exercise in there, and yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, thanks, Rashad. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Well, and I hope you've enjoyed it too, dear listener. Thank you for sticking with us. If you've enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. For Rashad, I'm Chris, and talk to you next time. Bye.